What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about actor Lucas Hedges in the movie and American Pickle. But first, let's talk about actor Lucas Hedges, who is my favorite actor working today. This guy is only 23 years old, and it's phenomenal how many great movies this guy has been in. From the get-go, Hedges was appearing in quality movies. He had two minor roles in Wes Anderson films, Moonlight Kingdom and The Grand Budapest Hotel. I mean, those two films Hedges had small bit parts in, but again, those are quality movies for a young actor to be appearing in. 2016 is the year he proves he is an actor worth watching in the Kenneth Londrigan film Manchester by the Sea. He is nominated for Best Supporting Actor at the Oscars at only 20 years old. And really, he hasn't stopped being in great movies since. In the next year, 2017, he's in Greta Gerwig's Lady Bird and Martin McDonough's Free Billboards Outside side of Ebbing, Missouri. Both films were nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards, and both films have memorable minor parts played by Lucas Hedges. Yes, they're supporting roles, but he gives two memorable performances in both films. And that's around the time that I became fully invested in the career of Lucas Hedges. I mean, Manchester by the Sea, Lady Bird, and Free Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. There are not many better films for a young actor to be in, and I was like, wow, this guy just keep showing up in movies that I think are high quality. So I think, wow, this guy really makes great choices about which films he's going to be appearing in. 2018 was a pivotal year for Lucas Hedges because he made the leap to leading man with two heartbreaking and wonderful performances in Boy Erased and Ben is Back. Ben is Back is directed by Lucas Hedges' father, Peter Hedges, about a teen dealing with drug addiction, and Boy Erased is about a boy sent to gay conversion therapy directed by Joel Edgerton. That movie is so phenomenal, so underrated. Both films are so vastly underrated. They were not seen by a wide enough audience, but Hedges gives two award caliber performances. I mean, he was nominated for a Golden Globe for Boy Erase. He probably also should have been nominated for Ben is Back. He is in almost every scene of both of these movies. He dominates the films. After the year he had in 2018, you would think that Lucas Hedges would be the lead of films moving forward, but the actors that I love are the ones who can make an impact on a film no matter how big the role is, and Hedges seems to like to play these small roles in these great films, like he has a small supporting role in Mid-90s, Waves, and Honey Boy, but all of those films are must-see films, and Hedges gives scene-stealing performances in all three films, and Honey Boy in particular, his impersonation of Shia LaBeouf is spot on. Like, he is playing an adult version, a fictionalized version of Shia LaBeouf as a teenage actor on the set of, like, a Transformers-like movie. That performance of the three blew me away. And then you see waves, and it's something completely different. That's another thing I love about Lucas Hedges. Each and every movie he's in, it feels like a different performance. There's no pattern to the type of roles he plays. There's no pattern to his acting. It's un predictable at all times. You have no idea what he's going to do next. Ben is back could not be any more different than Boy Erased. There is no performance that are alike. I mean, I feel like some of these actors and movie stars fall into this trap of giving the same performance again and again. And at 23 years old, Lucas Hedges seems to understand that he needs to give a different type of performance in every single movie that he is in going forward. And 
and he's doing just that. I mean, mid-90s, there's nothing in Lucas Hedges' filmography that says that he can play a role like that. Like, the guy from Lady Bird playing the character from mid-90s is just bonkers. But the fact that he can pull it off and give a different type of performance, that's why I think Lucas Hedges is a -a one-of-a-kind actor, is his versatility and his unpredictability about his performances. Another thing I'm in awe of when it comes to Lucas Hedges is just look at the talented co-stars he's worked with at just 23 years old Oscar winners, Casey Affleck, Francis McDormand, Julia Roberts, Russell Crowe, and Nicole Kidman. He is working with the best actors of a generation. He is working with the older actors, and then sometimes he's upstaging them. He gives the best performance in Ben is Back, a film that has Julia Roberts. He gives the best performance in Boy Erased, a film that has Nicole Kidman and Russell Crowe. Like, he's upstaging the legends at this point in his career. I mean, sometimes you watch these movies and there's these older legendary actors and they steal the movies away from the young leads? No, Lucas Hedges is giving the best performances in films where he's working with film legends like Crow, like Kidman, and like Roberts. The best performance given by Hedges up until this point is Manchester by the Sea. It is the best breakout performance by a young actor since Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting, where after you see Manchester by the Sea, you're like, that kid right there is a movie star and he is destined for greatness. Again, I hadn't seen anything like that since seeing Goodwill Hunting for the first time. You're like, who is that guy? He needs to be in every single movie I see moving forward. That's exactly how I felt about Lucas Hedges after seeing Manchester by the Sea. That energy, that like, I'm a confident movie star energy, and Lucas Hedges had that in bunches in Manchester by the Sea. And again, I hadn't seen that from a young actor since Matt Damon and Goodwill Hunting. It's fair to note that at the same time that Lucas Hedges is on the rise, there's another young actor out there who's giving outstanding performances, and that's Timothy Chalamet, and it seems like both of these actors are kind of like acting rivalries, like something we haven't seen since Leonardo DiCaprio and Matt Damon. I mean, those two were working with the best filmmakers of the time and making the best movies, and that's exactly what Lucas Hedges and Timothy Chalamet are doing. They are working with excellent filmmakers like Wes Anderson and Greta Gerwig, and they are giving breathtaking performances and standing out against the rest when it comes to young actors. They are the two best young actors working today. And I personally love them both, but I prefer Lucas Hedges. And it comes to that unpredictability. I feel like I understand what Timothy Chalamet does a little bit more. Like, I feel like he's a little bit more predictable than Hedges. When I see Lucas Hedges in a movie like Honey Boy, and then I see him in Waves, I'm like, that has to be a different person. Like, it's unpredictability of Lucas Hedges that completely blows me away. And it's why I have to see his movies because I know I'm going to get something different. He's so intense and his performances feel alive. Like that's the word I would use to describe a Lucas Hedges performance. It's alive. If you look at the upcoming list of Lucas Hedges movies, he's continuing to work with film legends. His upcoming films include The French Exit with Michelle Pfeiffer in the movie Let Them All Talk, co-starring Meryl Streep and directed by Steven Soderbergh. So again, those seem like two must-watch films that he's probably going to do something completely different, and he continues to work with top-notch directors. Steven Soderbergh is a must-see director, and Lucas Hedges continues to work with those kind of filmmakers. Even the 
new filmmakers that Hedges are working with continue to be great filmmakers. He worked with Jonah Hill in his film debut, mid-90s. He worked with Trey Edward Schultz, a up-and-coming filmmaker on the film Waves, and Alma Harrell in Honey Boy. This guy knows how to work with top-notch filmmakers and make interesting, unique films. Here are the list of Lucas Hedges' films that you absolutely must see. Moonrise Kingdom, The Grand Budapest Hotel, Manchester by the Sea, Lady Bird, Free Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri, Boy Erase, Ben is Back, Mid-90s, Honey Boy, and Waves. These are must-see films because Lucas Hedges is a must-see actor. This guy is going to bring home the Oscar sooner rather than later. Lucas Hedges is a name you must know. He is one of the best young actors working today. Now let's switch gears and talk about the movie An American Pickle. Here's a quick synopsis. Herschel Greenbaum is a Jewish factory worker who falls into a vat of pickles in 1919 and is preserved for a hundred years. When he wakes up in 2019, he meets his non-religious great-grandson, Ben Greenbaum, and learns modern-day Brooklyn is not the place he remembers. This is one of the oddest films of 2020. This film feels so out of place when it comes to the year that we are living in, but I'm going to tell you this. I 100% enjoyed this movie, and the number one reason I checked this movie out is because of two names, the star of the film and the writer of the film. Seth Rogen stars in this movie, and Simon Rich wrote the script. So let's get into it. Seth Rogen is great in a dual role. He's become a very underrated actor. He's given really good performances in Steve Jobs, which he co-starred alongside great actors like Michael Fassbender and Kate Winslet. And oh, by the way, he held his own on screen against those legends. He also is in this film, Take This Waltz, alongside Michelle Williams, that nobody seems to mention. This is one of the best films of the past decade that again proves that Seth Rogen can act. I mean, again, he holds his own against an Oscar-nominated actress in Michelle Williams, somebody who we know is a great actress, and Seth Rogen, he doesn't hurt the movie. In fact, he builds that movie up. He gives one of the best performances in Take This Waltz. You also have 50-50 in Longshot. While although he might be giving comedic roles, there's some good acting in those films, especially 50-50. And again, in long shot too, like that's a silly comedy, but Seth Rogen again holds his own when it comes to two great actors in Joseph Gordon-Lovett and Charlize Theron. I mean, I would never imagine Seth Rogen would be able to perform in a film well with Charlize Theron, but we've come to that point where he's no longer just that funny guy from funny movies like Knocked Up, Superbad, and Pineapple Express. He's an actor who can be a very good dramatic actor. People seem to have issues realizing that comedic actors can be good in dramatic roles. They have the same issues with Adam Sandler, Ben Stiller, even Robin Williams and Jim Carrey. We can't get over the fact that a funny guy can be a very good actor. Seth Rogen at this point is a very good actor. He made this movie that's silly and weird in American Pickle feel down to earth and very good. This movie does not work if Seth Rogen is not the star of this movie. I really like the choice that Seth Rogen has been making recently. I mean, he was fantastic in Longshot. And oh, by the way, him and Billy Eichner completely stole the movie The Lion King. The minute Timon and Puma entered the screen, that film went from boring to hilarious. They completely stole that film. It wasn't Donald Glover. It wasn't Chiwetel Ejiofor. It was Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner that stole the remake of The Lion King. That film would have been terrible if those two performances 
Simmons was not in that movie. So again, Seth Rogen making some really good choices when it comes to his acting performances, and he can still be that funny guy, but again, he can be a very good dramatic actor. And let's talk about the writer of this film, Simon Rich. I've talked about him before on this podcast, but he is one of my favorite comedic writers. He wrote for SNL. He's the creator and writer of the show Miracle Workers, and you can feel the same tone of Miracle Workers in an American Pickle. He's so good at writing absurd, silly comedy that feels heartfelt. He has something to say about modern day life and how it relates to the past. He knows how to get you to buy into his silly and absurd ideas, and I don't think there are a lot of comedy writers that are like that. They have the silliness, but they don't have the part that makes you relate to it. Like, you can't always relate to the silliness. Simon Rich gets you to relate to these silly, absurd situations and how they affect your own life, in a way. I want more Simon Rich. I hope there's a season free of Miracle Workers, and I hope he writes more movies, because an American Pickle is one of the weird comedies of today, where, again, it's a comedy, but there's also some dramatic elements to it that we can all relate to as a society. I also think that his TV shows and his movies give you performances from actors that are well-known that you've never seen them do before. I've never seen Seth Rogen in a role like this. I've never seen Daniel Radcliffe in a role like the one he plays in Miracle Workers. Jay Baruchel in the TV show Man Seeking Woman. I mean, Simon Rich is showing you a different side of well-known actors. And again, that's something I'm here for. I want to see Seth Rogen in a role like this. I want to see Daniel Radcliffe be funny. I want to see a different side of Jay Baruchel. And again, they get to be absurd. They get to be silly. But again, they also give these like heartfelt, somewhat dramatic performances at times that you can relate to. They all feel connected. They all feel weird. They all feel silly. And they all feel written by the same guy. I think Simon Rich is a one-of-a-kind comedic writer that is so underrated at this point. We need more comedy movies written by Simon Rich. While watching this movie in American Pickle, I thought to myself about how we take for granted how much the world has changed and how, for the most part, life is easier for us than it was for our older relatives. We take for granted that we have all of these things. I mean, the film, again, it's silly. And again, the Herschel character is like, why do you have so many socks? But that's something that we take granted for as a society, that we have so many more things than our ancestors did. But we take it for granted because it's just things we have. We don't look around and go, wow, I have so many socks. I should be thankful for this. I mean, the Herschel character's one great dream is that he can have seltzer water one day, and then he, a hundred years later, gets to have seltzer water, and it's not a big deal at all. The movie also looks into this idea of the old school versus the new school. Like, Herschel is this hard-working character that knows what hard work looks like, and Ben thinks of hard work as, like, creating this app for five years. They have very two different definitions of what hard work is like, and you don't have to be a hundred years older for someone than to have a different definition of what hard work is. I think that's something that we as a society deal with today. Like, there are some people that have a different definition of what a hard worker is than the younger society. Herschel is way more aggressive than Ben when it comes to becoming successful, but Ben is a perfectionist, and Herschel sees that as a weakness. Like, Ben is fearful of what that success will become. It's this idea of, would your relative from 100 years ago be proud of the person you are today? And the answer is probably not because of how different the lifestyle is 
is, how different the culture is, how they view success. At first, Herschel thinks Ben is successful because he has all those things that he never had. And then he begins to realize, well, this guy is nothing like I am. He's not religious like I am. He's not hardworking as I think he should be. He's not the success I thought he was because he doesn't live up to my standards that I had back then. I also think that the way Herschel Greenbaum views success is through the eyes of his family and the way Ben Greenbaum views success is through the eyes of himself and his app. Now again, you learn later on in the film that there is like a family aspect to his app, but Herschel looks at this guy as being individualized while Herschel is all about family. He just doesn't know that Ben secretly does care about family. I thought that was interesting, like this idea of the individual versus the family. I think the funniest scene in this movie is when Herschel Greenbaum appears on like a CNN type talk show to talk about his actions and he has no idea what is going on. That is when I laughed the hardest because I thought that was perfect satire of what those type of shows are like. Like they bring on this guy and they talk about all his flaws and then the guy acts confused about what's going on. That felt way more realistic than what it should have felt like. But I thought that was very real to what those like CNN type PBS talk shows are like where this one voice that sounds so much smarter than the guest is just like stating facts while the celebrity looks all confused. Like I thought that was so real. That moment worked perfectly in this film. To a certain extent, an American Pickle was exactly what I expected. I expected to be silly and absurd because of Simon Rich, but it was also a bunch of things I wasn't expecting. It touched on subjects like family, religion, and social media on ways that I thought were interesting and some were better than others. Like the way that they hit on social media was kind of weird. I didn't really like that aspect of the movie all that much, but the family aspects I really enjoyed. And the way that the film dealt with the difference in religion, like the Herschel character comes from a hundred years ago where religion was everything, and the Ben character is non-religious for the most part. He's uncomfortable with prayer. There's this funny scene in the movie where they go to the cemetery to view their deceased relatives, and Herschel is praying, and then the Ben character goes on his cell phone. That, again, is a real-life moment that we can all relate to. That's how most Americans are as a society today, no matter if it's Jewish or any other religion. Most young people would be on their cell phones in that moment. And American Pickle is far from a perfect movie, but the mix of comedy and drama is effective. And again, this movie, with its crazy premise, only works because of Seth Rogen's dual performance. That is a reason enough to watch an American Pickle. I definitely recommend you check out this movie. It's not like those other Seth Rogen movies. He gives a performance unlike anything you've ever seen from him. And I think if you see this movie and still don't think Seth Rogen is a good actor, then that's on you. Because in an American Pickle, Seth Rogen gives one of the very best performances of his career. With not a lot of new movies to check out right now in 2020, I definitely recommend an American Pickle. It's got a crazy premise and it's got a movie star in Seth Rogen. Who, by the way, plays two characters very effectively. Like one guy feels like Seth Rogen. The Ben character is clearly what Seth Rogen is more like. And then he plays the Herschel character and that's so out of character and the accent isn't annoying at all. It's actually really effective and I thought that the Herschel scenes were way more interesting than the Ben scenes, which I thought would be the opposite. I thought I would get annoyed by the accent, but I 100% enjoyed Seth Rogen's accent. That's how 
how good this performance is because I don't think a lot of actors could have pulled this off but somehow Seth Rogen does and again see it out for yourself and check out the film An American Pickle. I highly recommend it. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. And this week, I put the spotlight on actor Lucas Hedges in the movie An American Pickle. Next week, I'm putting the spotlight on actress Caitlin Deaver and the movie Capone, starring Tom Hardy. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs>